Hello, beautiful. Welcome to Magical Realness, a Blythe Mitrals podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Marie, a multi-hyphenate visionary and the founder of Blythe Mitrals. What you need to know about me is that I'm a little quirky, be spiritual, crazy chatty, and uber passionate about living in true alignment and the art of simpatico. I believe deeply that magic is real, potent, and rooted in choice. Magic is all around us. All you have to do is choose to see it. Dive in with me as we look at actionable steps, conversations, and breakdowns that help you live a magical lifestyle and which serves you. We're currently in the season Reinventing Yourself, a 25-episode spread anchored on guiding creatives, dreamers, and multifaceted entrepreneurs to ground themselves in their own truth while they go through their beautiful transformation of personal expansion, business alignment, and all that wonder in between. These explorations, how-tos, and conversations will help you stand tall stand proud, and stand as the authentic version of you. Let's do this, my friend. Let's dive in with today's episode and reinvent the magical you. Welcome to episode two uh, in our chapter of launching forward, which we are, you know, going over in in both the duality of launching as a sales campaign, right, within your business, but also launching forward, right? When when we want to be conscious creators, um, you know, when we want to be, you know, there's that term soulpreneurs, um, you know, when we really want to serve from that heart space and, and be, well, again, conscious and intentional with what we do, um, it's important to look at both sides of launching. Um, because, you know, when, when we're launching a sales campaign, um, you know, there's a lot of tactics, there's a lot of methods, um, there's all these different things that you can be doing. You know, I, I myself have a method, um, which we will cover our episode four in this chapter, um, our conclusion episode, um, you know, and, and take that, take that, please, absolutely with a grain of salt. Um, you know, launching in general takes a lot of discernment. Um, you know, it, it takes a lot of um, getting clear on what's essential and connecting and communicating um, the value of what it is that you're offering um, and and getting getting it in front of, you know, quote unquote, the right people, you know, so you have to have a certain sense of strength, right? There, there's gotta be something about the you that you put out there that, that opens that doorway, um, that makes it accessible for people to, again, uh, connect with you and be able to take moves with you, you know, so launching forward as the you that you are now with all of these new, um, changes, this, this free invention of, of self, right? Um, you know, so much of what we covered within the season has been, it's, it's been geared, you know, for entrepreneurs, for business owners. Um, but you know, when, when you are, you know, a conscious heart-based, um, entrepreneur, you know, it, there is, there's always that sense of self 
that is evolved. And of course, that's why, you know, as, as you dear listeners know, that's why we talked about the sense of self within the first chapter, um, within the season. Um, you know, we're going to have 24, if you count the uh, masterclass, I certainly do, um, then we'll have 25 different episodes within the season. Uh, and this is number 22. So we're getting we're getting towards the end here. Um, and I'm, I'm, it's bittersweet. It's bittersweet. I'm excited. I'm excited to put these last pieces together because, you know, we've all, all of us have, have worked so hard, um, and, and, you know, within our, our hearts and our souls and, you know, um, staying true to ourselves, um, you know, being discerning, right? You're not just listening to this podcast, right? You're listening to other podcasts. You're, I'm sure you're in memberships and communities and different spaces. And, you know, maybe you attended this webinar and this class and, you know, you read this book and you're taking in all these different resources, all these different types of content. And, uh, you know, you, you've got to, again, you know, use the salt, be discerning. And, um, you know, first off, you've learned so much. Um, but you have grown and a big part of what has allowed you to grow, um, you know, I just want to advocate for you just in case, regardless of how much you've actually put into action, regardless of how much you've actually put into action, you have done so much work, valuable work, work that, um, future you will come back to and will think fondly of. You know, you'll look back and you'll look at all that you've done and all that you've survived in this time, right? You know, regardless if you're in the, you know, in the pandemic with us in, in present time, um, or if you are with us in the future, right? Life is a cycle. Life moves. Um, you know, there are always hardships, and um, you know, I think I think the willingness to change and evolve is 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 one of the hardest. And you know, I I, I say all of this, you know. In in, in um, celebration, celebration of you and what we've done, of, of course. Yes, please, let's celebrate. Let's learn how to celebrate. I need to learn how to do that. As a, you know, as you guys know, if you've been following long, I am a, I'm a recovering, overambitious workaholic. So yes, honey, yes, I absolutely need to learn how to celebrate. We'll be talking about that a lot um, within the masterclass, uh, at the end of this. Um, but right, you know, it's, it's also, you know, when, when you have that sense of self, right, which is so important to flow in the art of simpatico, right. And just in case, just in case we have someone who's, um, not familiar with the art of simpatico, let me just go over that real quick. The art of simpatico, that is our North star at Blythe Mitrals. It's really, it's really my own, <laughs> <laughs> really my own um, North Star. It's 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 the key philosophy that I am considering um, the experiment of of my life. Um, and, and the art of simpatico is the energetic, it's very simple, the energetic transference between yourself and your self-defined community. When you, you know, it, there's this term that um, Emily Wittenhagen, uh, beautiful, beautiful Emily, um, handed over to me in an episode we did for a different podcast. And, um, and she said, you know, when, when you save yourself, you save the world. And, and that's absolutely essential 
and the art of simpatico. What you bring out into the world, that is released into your self-defined community. And as they take that in and, um, you know, it becomes anew with those different perspectives, experiences, situations, et cetera, et cetera, with all these different circumstances, what you have released outward is taken and um, inhaled uh, and, and then exhaled into something new. And you receive that once again, you receive this newness and it's this evolution, it's this movement, it's this cycle and it's beautiful. And when you are consciously engaging in the art of simpatico, you have a more, uh, you know, worthwhile, fruitful and wholesome life, whatever that means to you. That could mean... (laughs) so many different things to so many different people. Um, but that essentially is the art of simpatico is really kind of having, um, uh, the, the, the dream life and not getting it through necessarily materials. Um, you know, it's, it's more so through connection, through intention, through, um, conscious, uh, achievements and, um, through, through the impact that you both receive and that you deliver as you are flowing in that art of simpatico. You know, we like to look at it as like an affinity sign, um, just moving, back and forth as, as you would in that flow. And so being in the art of simpatico, uh, you know, it's, it's essential to, to us at Blythe Mitrals and, you know, in, in, in us connecting with all of you, you know, it's every time that I sit down and, and I think about, you know, does this fit the art of simpatico? Does this fit what we're doing? Um, you know, just really, you know, analyzed, uh, as you know, time goes on in these different chapters and pivots and, you know, experiences. Um, every time I get that opportunity, and I see what's occurred, it is such a wonderful, engaging, incredible level up, really. It, it truly is. You know, something, uh, I, just only because I've been talking about it a little bit, you know, through the podcast, is, is the newsletter. Um, you know, I, I have to tell you, I have never been so um, full of purpose. Um, I, I've never had so much connection, um, so much engagement, so much interaction with my newsletter until I really stopped to think about what is the purpose of this newsletter? What what needs do we have at Blythe Mitrals? And for me, it was connecting with the community um, because as much as I love Instagram, uh, well, maybe more so love to hate <laughs> Instagram, um, I think it is hard to have a community environment there because we all need to, you know, um, kind of turn off social media, get those kind of breaks, um, find other ways of connection. Um, it, it can be a lot in the, you know, sometimes in, in the doom scroll, right. Or comparison culture, just all these different elements that, that pop up. And so, you know, what, what can I serve that can be optional, right? If you don't want to open it, you delete it. No big deal. We're always going to deliver. Um, but maybe you're just not ready to receive right now. So you just delete the email. No big deal. Um, you know, so how can we make it to where it's always an invitation and not an obligation and we get to really connect with our people? Um, and that's, that's what really drove us there. And that's what got to the decision of like, how do we make this a community-based, um, environment space? And, and with that, you know, again, I've just, you know, the, the results with our newsletter, um, 
you know, I also don't really sell anything <laughs> through the newsletter. So maybe, maybe that helps, you know, it's really just there to be of service. Um, but yeah, I, I, you know, every time I got to that decision by asking, you know, and considering how can I make this a part of the artist in Patico? right? How, how can I make this happen? How can I make this a thing? So it's just, it really is, it can be so magical. And um, when you're launching, how does this all come to launching? I promise, friend, I got you. I got you. <laughs> um, you know, when it comes to launching in that both duality, launching sense of self, launching in the sales campaign, um, you know, thinking about that connection, right, with other people um, is, is essential, it's essential. And so that's why today in, in this relationship with launching, of course, we're talking about what it means to be attracting the right, quote unquote, um, people into your life. And why do I put quote unquote, uh, and saying that even wrong uh, <laughs> around the word right? And that's because there's really no right or wrong way um, or right or wrong person. Um, it's more so, is this aligned? Right, because you know, I was talking about this with someone I did a I did an oracle reading with recently, and um, you know, my my guides, especially my my intuition, Stacy, um, she's put me you know in my place um, a couple times, uh, you know, with love, with love, um, about using the term right or wrong. And this is just a little extra tidbit, just a little gem that's coming through me, um, and uh, you know the problem with using right and wrong is that typically what we do is we look as wrong as shadow, as bad, and we look at right as light, as in good. Um, and there, you know, sometimes we have to go into the shadow in order to get to the the best, most serving place for us right? We can't always just look at the light, right? Um, you know, it's very similar to kind of bright sighting things. You know, we need, we need to be, uh, have a sense of real, re well, realness, right? Magical realness. We need to have a sense of realness, know what it is that we're going for. And that would be the magic. Um, you know, what, what parts of us that enchant us and, and really drive, really drive that forward. Um, so anyways, you know, so it's, it's probably better to say something like the aligned, um, you know, the aligned people um, for you, for your life and for your goals and your community, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you know, it's just, you know, get that kind of flow and that simpatico. So we're going to be talking about attracting those people within your life, um, within that duality, um, because we're going to be exploring this again through the, through the lens of simpatico. Um, and, and that means within the art of simpatico, I, I find it uh, to be so helpful and useful to know your human design type. If you don't know much about human design, that is okay. No problem. Um, I'm going to break a few things down for you um, and make it really, really simple. Just know your type just know your type. Um, and you know, we're just, we're really going to get into, um, you know, the people that are going to be involved in witnessing your launch and participating in your launch and, um, who will be a part of this community, um, that, that you're building, that you're growing. Amazing. Amazing. Well, with that, um, lawn monologue, as I do, um, I just want to say one thing before we transfer into the hot take or the hot tea. Um, and that is, 
I am actually going to be doing a class with the constellation. If the constellation sounds familiar to you, that is because um, I, I believe I've talked about it before in the podcast, but if, if not uh, in more detail, you've definitely heard um, us mentioning it with our episode with Crystal Smith Aguero. And we were talking, that's back in branding, and we were talking about building a brand manifesto. It's an incredible episode. If you haven't listened to it, please go back. Crystal is just full of gems. Um, you know, I, I just have such a heart for Crystal. And I, I, I know that I go back and I, I, I think about that, that conversation a lot, actually. Well, I, I think about all of our conversations a lot, <laughs> to be fair. But that one is, I think that one's especially wonderful. And um, I think it's also would, would be really effective in considering this idea of like th- you're building your community and being in these spaces, but I, I digress. And so, you know, with the constellation, that is um, her newly created membership. Um, I, I have been a member within this launch within these last three months. Um, and it is just absolutely magnifying. Uh, I cannot tell you how in love I am with this community. I have just never felt so connected and aligned um, and supported by another community before. Um, You know, I've been in a lot of different community spaces and most of the time it's just not where it's at with me. Um, But not only in the constellation do I meet with such amazing, um, incredible, you know, um, uh, you know, entrepreneurs from all over the world, it's international, Um, you know, like minded, creative, you know, out of the box thinkers, very conscious. Um, But you know, I also am getting, I'm I'm getting shit done. creating space to get to get all the stuff, right? The to-do list, the the projects, right? Getting making space to do all of that alongside connection. Um I'm I'm absolutely in love. So um the the doors to that I know um that those will be opening relatively soon in real time if you're listening to this. If you're not listening to this in real time, I say still look it up. Still look it up. You know, um, you know, I'm I'm sure that wait list is there. Uh, it's still alive. I'm sure it's active and, and you can check it out then. Um, but I will be teaching a class. And if you do join the constellation in the future, you'll, I believe, um, still have access to this. Um, but regardless, you know, uh, if, if you want to, you know, purchase the, the class and attend without joining the constellation, that is essentially what I'm trying to get to here. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm especially long winded today, friends. Um, but it's called the heart of the sale. And we're going to be talking about turning sleaze, uh, into ease. Okay, because a lot of us feel really uncomfortable with selling. And there's been a lot of uh, essential key points that I have gone through actually in this season um, about kind of selling. And um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to bring it all together with other tidbits. Um, this episode um, is is one of those that I will be highlighting in this class. Um, so you're kind of getting part one and perhaps that class is, is part two and we're going to go into thorough detail there along with a um, Notion work page to help you really make connections and make sales as well. And that is going to be Thursday, December 16th. 
um, starting at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Um, you know what? I'm just seeing here. Crystal has scheduled this for an hour. Uh, you know, friends, uh, you know I'm long-winded. <laughs> so we'll, we'll see if it's an hour, but you'll get the you know recording and, and the access and everything afterwards. So even if you purchase the class and you're not able to attend live, um, you know, perhaps you are also international friend. Hello, hello, hello. Um, then, you know, you'll, you'll get those access and you can watch those later, you know, at your own convenience. Um, it's nice to watch it live if you're available to, because I know that I have done those classes before. Um, and I have, you know, it's, it's been hard to kind of follow up and they just kind of stay in there. And then, you know, maybe a year goes by and you still got access. So you can still watch so it's little things like that, which is kind of funny. But anyways, yes. Yeah, so that'll be December 16th. Um, I'll be doing that class. Um, and it's, first off, it's got a lot of funny gifs. <laughs> um, we got a couple funny gifs that I'm, I'm really into. We'll be kind of doing a, a Mythbusters style review, looking at, you know, our sales sleazy, looking at the two, you know, basic kind of essential, um, sales tactics, uh, methods and approaches, um, different aspects of being able to find your own unique sales style and just so much more. I mean, there's just, it's kind of ridiculous how much I've put into this class. Um, so at any rate, if you are listening to this in real time or, uh, you know, later on in life, uh, then I would just, you know, check out that constellation, especially if it's later on. And if you want access to that class, then, then go there. So I have talked uh, up a wall about that one. So let's go ahead. Let's move on. I know we want to get to these hot takes, these, you know, juice, juicy bits. So let's move on and I'll see you on the other side. So the hot tea that I have for you is that uh, I kind of already I kind of already spilled it before, kind of said it before with you know um, Stacy, my intuition telling us that there's not really a right way, um, or there are not really some right people to look for, right? And that's the tea. That's the tea. Is that this title for this podcast? I'm gonna be totally upfront with you. It's it's in a way a clickbait. It's an intentional clickbait, and I'm not trying to do you dirty. I'm just trying to point out that, like, you know, there's so much more than just looking at what's the what's the right thing to do, right? What are I? You've heard me talk about these, you know, a few times, but to try and go with um, a certain method, a certain process, um, where someone has, you know, guaranteed that you will have, you know, maximum success. Um, you know, it's, it's just, it's absolutely ridiculous, honestly. So, you know, what works for you now is probably going to be a lot different six months from now. And so really what's going to make the biggest impact in you building a community that is engaged and interested in what you have to offer, um, both sales campaign, campaign wise, and also as an individual, um, you know, it's really going to have to be, you know, applying some discernment. If you want to, you know, explore what it means to have discernment, I'm going to drop another episode. (laughs) 
but it's going to be from, you know, the the thoughtful season um, on cues for your sense of eye. And that is, uh, what is it that you want with Natalia Pavlovich? Um, she's absolutely incredible. She inspires me all the time. And we talk a lot about, you know, what it means to be uh, discerning and to go for what it is that you actually want to know what that is. Um, so that is also a good one to, to reflect back to if, if you, you know, haven't listened to it um, or haven't listened to it in a while. And so with that, you know, you'll likely have to come back and connect and just ask yourself, like, is this, is this still serving me? Is this serving my flow of simpatico? Is this serving and nurturing my relationships? You know, how how is this how is this going? How is this doing? And you know, when you ask yourself those kinds of questions and you're, you know, you're being very powerful with yourself. Um, you know, because because as time goes on and as we occur different needs, we enter different circumstances, um, new situations arise, you know, always trying to rely on the same old, same old isn't going to do it for us, especially if you're, you know, reading and practicing methods that base on affiliate links, right? Affiliate links at this point, I mean, you know, don't quote me, but from, you know, my experience and, and what I see, um, I think it's really uh, inaccessible. I think it's inaccessible, at least the results that you want with the affiliate links. And that's because, you know, blogging, um, I don't want to say it's dead, but blogging is just uh, not where it's at, right? Because there are just so many blogs, right? There's, there's, <laughs> There's definitely a place for blogs, but to try and practice conscious attention methods within blogging, I think is it's a really hard market because I've said this before on the show, but just a reminder, um, you know, we are overwhelmed, you know, we overconsume content all of the time. You know, it wouldn't surprise me if the majority of you are listening to this, um, you know, passively. You know, you're only really taking in every other word or, you know, you've got it on the, I listen to all my podcasts on the fast speed, so there's no shade here. Um, You know, but you have it on a faster speed, you're trying to get through it as soon as possible. You know, um, you know, we're trying to just really soak up these different gems. And, uh, you know, when people, they look at blogs, a lot of the time that they, they skim them. The many blogs that I write for these shows, I do with the intention of you're going to be skimming them. You know, so affiliate links, I think, are, are, are pretty tricky. So my point is, is that if, if you're going to be starting to practice affiliate links when the market, in my opinion, isn't really there for it, are you actually moving forward and getting the results that you want, that you need um, in order to have connection and be in simpatico with your community? Now, it's completely up to you. You know, if you want to check in every six months, if you want to check in um, every year, if you want to check in every quarter, if you want to check in every five years, you know, you know what's going to be right for you. Again, apply that discernment. But the point is, check in, check in, you know, quote unquote, regularly, consistently, and make sure that this is what's right for you, especially if you are a manifesting generator or if you're multi-passionate. Okay, Um, you know, you are definitely going to be moving into some different directions and you want to write that flow. Um, You want to follow those creative urges and let those lead the way for you. And going back to, you know, the right people, um, you know, I, I think something that we should really be aware of when it comes to the personal 
um, when it comes to connecting that community, especially, you know, there's a lot of us who we don't need to totally go there, but, uh, you know, just trying to make this a safe space. But, um, you know, we, we really are in, in what feels like a civil war within the United States. Um, it feels very divided. And it's not just the United States. It's a lot of other countries as well. Um, there are a lot of places where it just feels like, you know, we are so divided. And we're divided amongst families, especially. Um, and so with that, finding your people, I feel like is we're even more hungry for that in, in the pandemic and in these spaces. And so looking to see, you know, does this person fit? Does that person fit? You know, what are the red flags, all of these things, it's good to know, um, instead of just looking and looking and looking in the external, um, look inwards. And when you look inwards, you know, ask yourself about what boundaries you want to put up. What needs do you have? Um, what, what's your type of love language, right? Um, you know, how, how do you give love? How do you best receive love? What kind of attention do you need? Um, you know, I have I have a just a, one of my best friends. She is not a fan <laughs> of people necessarily commenting or you know on her art, and she's she's not. Um, I think I think it's fair for me to say this. She's just not as open. We'll say that with sharing her work. Um, you know, she's again very discerning, and um, you know, I definitely had to learn. Um, what was a safe way for me to be involved with viewing her, her work. And, um, you know, I had to ask myself, you know, if she's an artist, if she's a creative, is it important, um, for her to share her work with me? You know, is my ego involved if she chooses not to share it with me? And that's just kind of one very small, um, example just off the top of my head. But these are the things that you want to be thinking about. You know, I think more so, um, yes, boundaries, but also are these safe spaces that you have to, you know, like my friend, um, share share your art, right? Share share what's going on, right? You know, for me, something that was really really important um, was being able to have a place where or, or people in my life where they, if they asked me, um, how are you doing, I could be honest. Um, you know, I, I need to be able to be honest as someone who suffers from chronic stress and chronic uh, gut health issues. Um, you know, I'm really, this is what it is, you know, I'm, I'm sick. And I, I need to be able to just, you know, if, if you're going to ask me about how I'm doing, I need to be able to tell you how I'm doing. If you really want to know, um, those are the people that I need around my corner. Not that, you know, I, I, it's not that me telling them I'm not doing so good or not doing so hot or whatever, but being able to have real conversations about all areas of life, not just the light, but also reflecting on the shadow. Um, and that's essential to me. And um, now having what I have now with the friendships and relationships I do have, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm no longer willing to compromise on that. And that is something that my energy emits forward now, right? That's me and my simpatico. Um, those are me and my standards. And that energy is received outward. 
And if people can match that energy, if people can be able to ask me and really want to know and dive into the shadow with me, then they will respond to my energy and be attracted to the simpatico um, that I'm releasing outward, right? And so it's more about those that are aligned to you. So think about what you need as an internal. And then once that is received back to you, consider, you know, how can you be in that relationship? You know, the idea that there's two ways to tango. So that's that's what's really important. And then when it comes to, you know, launching, it's really basically the same thing. You're just looking at different areas. You know, what kind of values do you want them to have? Um, the, you know, your clients, people who who purchase whatever it is that you're offering. Um, what kind of projects really, you know, uh, motivate you that make you really uh, impassioned? Um, think about, you know, where you want to be and in relationship with. Um, and then, you know, think about, you know, what is it that they need to be able to, to be delivering with you? You know, is it, is it that things are paid on time? Um, is it that, you know, they have open communication? Um, is it that they are more intuitive or they're more structured? You know, like these are different qualities um, to lean into and to ask yourself. And so, you know, for you to be able to attract people within your life, for you to be able to build a community, for you to be able to be engaged um, with others consciously, these are things that you have to consider. These are things that you have to ask. And so that's what I mean by this title was kind of clickbait in attracting the right people into your life. Um, you've, you've got to know the qualities. You've got to know what's important to you. Um, and you need to have a clear mind on that. And you also, also on top of that, as I said before, need to make sure that you regularly check in. Whatever regularly means to you, whatever frequency that means to you, but do check in and, and ask yourself those hard, um, those hard questions. Um, you know, something actually, um, this isn't just within people, this is just in general within your business, something that I have, um, I'm just remembering something that I have, if you're interested in this is, uh, it's, it's a business, um, audit, basically your operations audit. And this is very much related, and it is within the work hard, uh, work smarter, uh, play harder, three step strategy system that we have in our laptop magic. So that's something you can get at blathemitrals.com. It's there on the homepage. Um, there's you know three steps. That's simply one of them, and uh, it's got loads. <laughs> it's got loads of, of seriously, you know, um, powerful questions, uh, reflective questions to help you check in, have that discernment and get really clear on what is it that you're walking into now and what you need to do now. Um, so again, that's not just about people, but that's about kind of all areas. And that is, uh, actually now that I'm, I'm realizing this in real time, that is, that is something that would be really, really powerful, um, by your side as you do, do any kind of launching forward, whether it's personal or whether it's business. So that's my hot tea that's coming from my soul. Um, it's time to get into the, to the more, you know, practicality of all this jazz. So let's get into, um, you know, breaking it down even further, um, breaking down, especially how the heck does human design go into this? So let's get into that. Okay, so I want to kind of go back and start with, you know, what does it mean to actually attract? 
the right people into your life. I was I was talking about it a lot within, you know, the hot tea, but you know, what what does that mean, right? Especially when we're looking at are we able to manifest people um, into our lives? You know, some people are very open and they say, oh, I manifested you. Um, you know, I manifested you to be within my life. And some people, they just cringe. Uh, their, their, their toes curl up and not in the good way. Um, you know, it just, just really, you know, gets them going um, up the wall when they hear something like that to think, and I, I believe if I, if I know this, if I'm leaned, leaning incorrectly, um, it's because people believe that it's like saying that like you're a possession or that um, you exist to serve me or to be a part of my life. And it almost like diminishes um, people's past experiences. And, um, you know, I think that there is validity, honestly, on both sides. And it's, again, about being discerning about how you are, you know, using that term, um, how you're thinking about it and how you're applying it. For me, I will say, um, I, I really don't feel like there's, a, there's any other way to describe it. Um, but I definitely I manifested Brian into my life. I didn't manifest Brian, right? Brian was already a person, right? You know, living his life, doing his thing. Um, but when I say that I manifested him into my life, I mean that I opened the door. Um, I made space for an incredible, amazing, um, wonderful partner such as him to come into my life and be by my side. And so for me, that's that's what it means. And that's why I wanted to look at, you know, what does it mean to attract the right people? So there's kind of, you know, again, this, this duality, right? I like to go in the dualities. Um, this duality of, you know, attraction in the sense of like, how do you, you know, like a, attract someone, like how do you become attractive to someone and how do you attract them and the law of attraction. Um, and so I, I think the thing to reflect on is actually the middle. And it's, it's kind of really what I was getting to in the hot tea, I think, and maybe this is more succinct um, of a way to, of looking at it in that, um, you know, we, we do, you know, want to think about like what energy are we putting out? Um, not just in the law of attraction, but the art of simpatico. What energy are we putting out there? Um, and, and which people are going to be magnifying to that energy, right? I think, you know, there's a lot of that, that trend, you know, becoming that girl. Um, I think a lot of that trend is about that, you know, what energy are you putting out there? You know, how are you becoming the person that you want to be? All these different elements. And when you focus on the self, you know, going back to what Emily Wittenhagen said to me, you know, a couple of years ago, uh, again, I'll repeat is, you know, when we save ourselves, we save the world, you know, so when we're looking at it from a sense of self to really, you know, soothe the self and take care of the self, um, then that's, you know, it's, it's, that's what makes it really amazing. There's that, you know, joke, which seems to be very true. Um, when women are content, um, and they're not looking to be in a relationship, they've closed that door, they're very much focusing on themselves. Or um, when they're in relationships, men just seem to pop up everywhere, right? They just seem to really pop up and are persuasive. And, um, you know, just just, you know, you can't can't get rid of them. 
And so, you know, that definitely reflects to, you know, when you focus on yourself and when you take care of yourself and, um, you know, you're just kind of really focused on, you know, honing and being clear on your own energy. Perhaps when we enter those situations of being single, ready to mingle, um, you know, what we've worked so hard for within our standards and within our own reflections and needs, we might tend to lose sight of that a bit. Um, we might compromise a bit, you know, looking at everything and uh, you may not even realize it, right? It could be, again, totally and completely subconscious. This is this is a possibility. I'm not saying everybody. I'm just saying this is a possibility. This is a, you know, hypothetical, right? And so when, when we're looking at things through through these perspectives, um, I, I think that it can be really illuminating into, you know, again, what energy are we putting out there? So we want to go into that middle ground. Um, so not just solely focusing on what makes us attractive to other people and how do I attract people to me in the art of, in the art of simpatico, but how do I go to the middle? And I think that middle ground is thinking about the art of simpatico, really thinking about like, what is the energy that you were releasing? Um, and then, you know, coming back and receiving once it is a new and has been kind of cycled through um, that, that simpatico, right? The energy um, within me is within you. The energy within you is in, it's within me, um, that, that, that kind of relationship. And so that's what I mean when I say attract. And now I kind of, I want to bring in the, you know, human design element and the human design element, um, is more so about your specific energy. So not just thinking about how do you become that girl or that person, or, you know, the person that we love, we love to say this, the person that you are becoming, um, right. It's, it's not just about all those aspects, um, taking it a step further, you know, thinking about you specifically and your energy. And that's what I want you to, to think about and reflect on within your human design type. Okay, so I'm going to make this really, really simple. If you want something a little bit more um, involved and kind of broken out, um, I know it's kind of tacky, but, you know, just, I mean, look how long this episode is already. Um, we will get into that, into the heart of the sale. Um, but otherwise, um, you know, just kind of quickly, quickly breaking this down. Um, if you are a generator, a manifesting generator or a manifester, um, essentially you're going to need to be putting, um, things out there. And so kind of the art of simpatico essentially starts with you. So if you are waiting, if you are stagnant, if there's no forward motion whatsoever, um, you are not going to be attracting the alignment that you need, not, not just even the people, but the alignment that, that you need in order to get the results, um, that, that you desire. So it's got to start with you. You've got to put something out there for people to respond to. Not only is it not only do we need to respond to things, um, but we also need to make that space for people to respond to. So that's the thing there um, is is with your energy. It, it starts with you. Um, now all three types, the energy flows a little bit differently in the Arabs and Patico as far as pacing and just you know how it moves through the cycle. But regardless, it starts with you. 
Okay, so you have to put something out there and then people people will respond. If you're not moving, if you're stopped, um, then then nothing's really going to be able to come through. You're kind of the the energizer, well, not manifestors, but you know, the the ideas it's you know kind of starts with you. Um, and then if you are a reflector or if you are a projector, um, you can still put things out. Um, but it's best for you to respond to what's around you. So it's best if someone, um, you know, if you if you are kind of still and you wait for energy, you wait for something for you to respond to to come through. Um, and, you know, people people will be really interested in what you have to say and what you have to say will be really impactful and it'll get you more aligned. Otherwise you can be in too many directions. It can be very exhausting. It can be very draining. Um, there can be a lot that's going on that's very unclear. Um, and so your direction kind of becomes directionless and not in the sense of, you know, like being passionate or, you know, having lots of different things that you want to pursue, but more so in the sense of just like, there's no real common ground. Um, um, you know, it feels very unbalanced. So the best thing for you to do is to kind of, you know, just really, really focus on the sense of self and wait for the energy to come through. Now, in the sense of if you are a generator, manifesting generator, a manifester, going back to, you know, it starts with you, but also bringing in that sense of self. You know, if you are, you know, putting that energy outward and you're just giving it to you, that's, that's okay. That counts on both sides, right? That counts. That's very valid. Um, but again, when we're looking at attracting and responding and bringing people in, um, you know, there, there is a difference on kind of those two sides. Um, if you are a projector or a reflector, um, you know, if you want to put a call out there, you know, for instance, if you make like a, a post on a membership board saying this is something that you're interested in, and then people can respond and, and bring in, oops, sorry, can come in and bring in different ideas um, that, you know, and so that, that works great, but you're probably not going to want to send seven different posts or, you know, seven, seven different, um, you know, asks or putting your out there so actively within um, cold audiences. Um, it's probably just not going to align and, and bring you the results that you need because, again, it will be a sense of unbalancedness. Um, whereas if you're on the other side, you know, manifester, um, MGs, Gs, um, then, you know, putting yourself out there actively in a way that's conscious and serving is, is really going to bring you that ticket. Um, it's really going to bring you those results that you want. So that's what's really important in looking at when you are, you know, attracting people and bringing people in. Um, you know, we talked about this kind of, you know, really a lot within, you know, curiosity-led prospecting. Um, and and actually, that's, you know, that's the other episode that I would listen to if you're interested in the heart of the sale. I know I keep mentioning it. I'm sorry. It feels tacky. But like, if you're interested, you know. I want to make sure you're covered. I'll move on, I promise. And and so, you know, the thing that you want to look at there 
is that there is a way to put yourself out there within a, a very conscious, um, you know, direction with a conscious intention um, and to, again, you know, get those magnified results in a way that, you know, someone brought this word to me recently that has a sense of integrity involved. And I, I think that's really powerful. So these are things to really look at, you know, again, when it comes to your human design, when it comes to why are you attracting people, you know, who are you attracting? How are you focusing on the self? How are you bringing all of those elements in? Um, and, you know, really when, when we come down to it, and this, is, this feels so silly to say, but basically it's just like, you know, don't be shitty. Don't be shitty to you. Don't be shitty to others. And just be as, as, as authentic as possible, as authentic as 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 you can be as you are courageous enough to be and really breaking it down that simply um is is, is going to really magnify your results and and bring you to what you need so now i want to get into um you know a big kind of tip and trick that i've got underneath my belt and and helping you really make these connections and and um land these people and that's really actually when it comes to sales um, you know, I think I've talked a lot about the personal side of things and you just kind of, again, got to, got to get out there, but I want to talk about more about sales and the energy that we put out when we're looking at sales specifically. So let's do that. Now I know that we've been here for a minute and I just want to applaud you. You are doing so good. <laughs> you are doing so well. I know that I'm long winded, you know, but obviously you must like that or else why would you be here? <laughs> um, but yes, I, I do have um, kind of two different uh, perspectives, um, tips and tricks, right? If you look at it that way, um, for you to look at when you are when you are launching forward, um, when you are you know doing a sales campaign, and you're looking to acquire clients, your dream clients especially, and that's these two things, you want to skip the sneak attack sales method, and you want to consider the buyer's experience. Okay, so let's talk about the sneak attack sales method. The sneak attack sales method. Um, is when you're just kind of moving along and, you know, I, I think this happens a lot when we are nurturing our audience. Um, you know, maybe we start talking, let's use podcasting. We're talking about podcasting. We're talking about podcasting for a good four, four weeks. And then all of a sudden, surprise, uh, you know, ba-boom, hey, did you know that we have an offering uh, that's going to be available, uh, you know, right now and doors close this Sunday. Um, so not only have you engaged in scarcity um, and haven't prepared people in enough time to know that this is happening, um, but you're also, you know, uh, you know, people are just hanging out with you. They're spending time with you. You know, they know that you're a business, certainly, absolutely. But when you make no hints, um, you know, when you don't share at all, like, hey, we have something coming up in four weeks or we have a program coming up in four weeks um, and we just, you know, want to kind of, you know, educate you or help you or, you know, I, there's so many different ways you can go about it. I don't think I'm bringing out my genius right now with that. But the point is, is that there are lots of different ways that you can introduce that you're going to have an offering coming up at the end of this, right? 
there are many a times where I have felt more secure knowing that knowing what it is that people are going to be selling at the end of this. Um, and I feel okay and safe to be able to engage in their content. Um, you know, whether that's newsletters, whether it's, you know, Instagram posts, um, blogs, I mean, whatever, whatever the podcast, whatever that is, you know, so let's say, you know, you're, you're going to be releasing a podcast course. Okay. Um, so you've been talking and talking about podcasting and then, you know, Hey, we have this podcast course up, you know, doors open in five days. Um, I just think that that is, uh, it's, it's the scarcity element, um, with it being up, you know, on a puff of smoke, you know, putting pressure on people, um, not saying that the doors are going to open again, um, you know, or saying that like, Hey, we've had such great results within the last four weeks that we decided that, you know, we're going to, we want to make this course for you. So look at what we did. Um, it also makes unrealistic standards, um, for how long it took you to put up that course. It's making it seem like you did that course over the weekend because you had such good results, which is ridiculous. Um, there's, there's, there's no way you did that, right? You know, um, not without, you know, a sanity of mind. And if you have a very, you know, high value uh, product. So when you're saying that it's possible for you to do this in a weekend, and you've got such great results that you're releasing this, you're almost releasing this kind of standard that like, hey, I could be releasing a product at any moment. And, um, you know, just hopeful, you know, let's see, let's see if it'll work for you. It's, it's just kind of basically making people afraid for their wallets. That's what the sneak attack sales method is. When you're just not open and you're not communicative, um, you know, it's, it's better to be continuing to bring people resources, education, um, opportunities, and then eventually say, you know, hey, doors are going to be opening in two weeks. Um, you know, we have this great conversation with one of our clients. We want you to hear. She's got an amazing podcast. Um, let's just talk with her about her process. And then maybe you slide in for two minutes, you know, hey, how's it been working with us? And that's it. You know, make it really, make it bite-sized, make it digestible, um, make it intentional. You know, provide value through what you are releasing and um, just don't make people scared for their wallets. And that's where the second point comes in, the buyer's experience, okay? So when you're looking at the buyer's experience, it's just like, the you know, uh, if you if you are, do follow along with our podcasting method, it's just like the listener experience. It's just like the brand experience, okay? So you can definitely, use some of the aspects that I've talked to you about within theater to to look at it within the buyer's experience. What makes you feel comfortable enough to purchase something? Now, not everybody is the same, and there are different types of buyers. But with that, you know, in mind, how you respond to a sale is going to be really significant and how you put that out there and how other people will respond to the sale. Because if it doesn't feel authentic to you, if it doesn't feel good or comfortable to you, if you feel like you have the element of sleaze, the people in front of you are going to pick up on that and they're not going to want to hang out with it or be around it. So be discerning of that as well. Um, you know, really what the buyer's experience is, it's very simple. Just think about what it's like to be interested in your podcast course, right? Whatever that, you know, whatever it is, but if it's the podcast course, right? Um, what makes people feel safe to engage there? What makes people feel like they can trust you, 
right? Where's that no like and trust uh, cycle movement within the product? You know, they know that you have a podcast course. Okay, great. Then a few of them will move up to like. They'll like that you have this podcast course and they'll like what you have to cover. And then they'll get to a point where they can trust you and they know, you know what? Um, this is going to be so valuable. This is, I'm going to, I'm trusting that this will bring me what I want and uh, I, I'm all in right? That's, that's really kind of the evolution of it. So where does, where does it fit for you? Do you know immediately? Um, you know, do you need time? Do you need to think about it? Do you need to ponder? Do you need to look at your finances and see, can I swing this? Especially if, if things are maybe are more financially tight, but you really want to do it. Having three weeks to think about investing in something, especially if it's, you know, high ticket, right? Having three weeks to know to invest in something versus five days, um, is, is going to be a, a huge, a huge difference. And the sneak attack sales method isn't for these launch campaigns either, right? We're talking about launching, but really it's, it's even when you have these one-on-one conversations, right? Um, I actually talked to someone recently who, um, you know, if you've listened to curiosity led prospecting, you know, then you'll know that I do, you know, free consults and coffee chats and I love networking and meeting people all the time. And I I just never, ever, um, even put it within my brain to make sure that I pitch to them, you know, pitch a sale, um, at the end of this, I genuinely want to meet people and provide value. And I don't worry about anything else. If they're interested through meeting me, if there happens to be something, if I can send them a resource, I'm going to do it, but I'm, I'm not going to worry about it. This isn't about a sale for me. This is about genuine connection. I am genuinely curious about them. What can I learn about them? How can I be in simpatico with this person? Okay. So that's what I'm thinking. Okay. That's where my mindset is at. And, um, you know, people, I think I really believe that people respond very well to this. And I think that's why they feel comfortable saying things like, Hey, um, you know, uh, I want to learn more about your producing offering. You know, I could definitely use your help um, with producing my show. Um, can we talk about this further? Do you have more time for that? You know, it's it, it makes them feel safe to do that, right? It makes them feel like they can trust me. And it's, again, it's, it's not about getting to the sale, but the fact that they feel comfortable enough, um, the fact that we have connected so strongly, it's very powerful. It's very powerful. So anyways, um, I had someone who um, I, I wanted to have a genuine, um, you know, exchange of a conversation in that, um, you know, I do a lot of strategy work. Um, as you guys know, I do, you know, I branding, content and business. And, uh, you know, what this this woman does is she she does content. She does content. She does more kind of like, you know, social media or kind of crafted content. Um, And very nice. And I'll still definitely refer people her way if I see someone that's a good fit. Um, But it was very off-putting. It was very off-putting. She was doing, you know, what what I talk about in bringing value and and bringing these ideas forward and, you know, really just looking at, you know, bringing value. But um, the, the whole point of the conversation was for us to get to know each other's, um, you know, interests, our expertise, our geniuses, and, you know, figure out, because sometimes I do meet 
people who I happen to have maybe these calls with and they ask me, you know, I'd love to talk about this. And I'd say, I, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. My focus is in other areas. I really, I, I, I would be honored to help you, but I want to make sure that you're working with the right person. I do that all the time. All the time sounds like I just always am (laughs) pushing people away, but I just mean that like, this is something that I do normally. Okay. And uh, because it's more important to me that people work with the right person than they, you know, than I, again, happen to get the sale. So with that, right, um, you know, she she keeps making the conversation um, about me, but not about what I'm do, like what I do, but about like what I'm interested in in content. And she just kind of kept opening the door and, um, you know, and I would kind of give shorter answers. And then she would go on and she would, you know, give me all this advice that I didn't ask for. And, um, you know, I, I wasn't necessarily diving in, you know, it's, gosh, it's, I, I, I believe I do this. I, I hope I do. Um, I always ask, hey, I have thoughts on what you just said. Are you open to hearing them? You know, or, you know, is there something else to focus on? You know, I, I always ask for consent. Uh, you know, she just, she just immediately shared them with me. And, uh, you know, the thing is, you know, she, she had good input, but the, the problem is, is that I, I wasn't mentally um, prepared to receive them. It, the whole thing was just very off-putting. So it's almost like it just felt like she was forcing um, her expertise onto me. So that way I knew that she was an authority in this topic. And it, it made it just made me feel very uncomfortable, very uncomfortable. Um, you know, but that was my experience. That's not to say that someone else would feel uncomfortable, right? But that's just how I felt. It, it kind of just, it felt like she was focusing on the sale, and not on are we genuinely connecting. So, you know, think about that. Think about, you know, what, you know, if you, if you were starting to listen to someone and they're starting to give you a sales pitch, you know, if you are thinking like, oh, I know the same thing, I do the same thing, and you're starting to turn kind of your nose up or you're turning away or shutting off, then if you're doing that with other people, how do you know that people aren't doing the same thing, Right? Think about the experience that you were putting out there when you were talking to people. My intention was not to just like talk and talk and talk about this conversation that I had with this woman. My intention was to give an example, and I, I apologize. I, that's probably t- way too long-winded. But, you know, it just, just I, I hope that brings some illumination, that brings some thoughts to your mind. So, you know, to kind of recap everything, um, you know, yes, skip the sneak attack sales method. It's not going to serve you. It's not going to serve your clients. Um, There are so many better ways to nurture a sale. Think about that buyer's experience. Think about what's serving you and serving your people. Um, You know, uh, use your human design as a baseline for flowing in the art of simpatico. And don't worry about if someone's right or if they're wrong, are they aligned? Are they meeting you where you're at? Are they meeting your needs? Do you feel connected to them in this time? Every experience, every conversation can be a learning experience. Learning and whether, you know, learning about them, learning about the world, or learning about you and your needs and what's going to serve you, right? Um, you know, when when we are 
connecting with others, that is truly what brings us so much purpose. And there are so many ways that we can connect with others, right? It doesn't have to mean a a one-on-one conversation. There are are loads of ways. But thinking about how do you want to connect with them? Um, You know, how do you want to create that impact? Um, Having those conversations and journaling about that and having that discernment will take you so much farther than anything else when we regularly check in and see, does this fit our needs? Is this aligned with us? You know, does this serve us? Um, It'll be very, very powerful in finding the aligned people for you and using your authentic, you know, um, flow of energy for the art of simpatico. Oh my gosh, what a doozy. What a base. Uh, What information. Um, oh my gosh, you guys have been with me for, for such a minute. Let's get into last thoughts and let's wrap up this thing, shall we? So because I mentioned the no like and trust factor, and we have talked about this on this show, um, I did want to go ahead and read you one of the questions that I got about the no like and trust factor and that I answered within my newsletter. So there is um, an Ask Be Marie portion of our newsletter. It's the, the first section. And I take in questions from people who are on the newsletter. There's a type form that you can fill out and it, I get sent it my way and um, I, you know, fit it in within our release schedule. And so if you're interested in having your question answered, um, you know, definitely jump on in onto the newsletter, type in, you know, fill out that type form. And, uh, you know, I'd be I'd be happy, happy to put that in within the the edition. And so I, I just, again, I wanted to go over this question that I got because I, I think it'll be really useful and just kind of a nice little um, way to close out the episode uh, full on. So um, I answered this a couple of weeks ago. And the question that I received was, how do I start building my know, like, and trust factor? And this is what I wrote and sent out to our community. For starters, This is a fabulous question and super relevant to what we're talking about on Magical Realness. The KLT know, like, trust factor is a pretty big deal, but when I first started out, I almost completely ignored it because I didn't understand how to even begin. That's definitely not the case now, but if you're feeling similar, keep on listening. In just a few paragraphs, I'm going to make this super clear and easy to implement per usual. Altogether, the know, like, and trust factor is a cycle that your audience goes through and will continue to move through as you evolve and introduce new aspects. No, this is half the battle, right? People need to know you exist in order to begin any kind of relationship with you, your brand, and your content. So this is the introduction stage, which is a big feat, but also just the beginning. Also, why nurturing is such an important thing to focus on. Like, your audience has gotten more familiar with your stance and what you have to offer. At this point, they're interested in what you create and share, but not invested. If possible, this is the point where you kick it up a notch and deliver things at that next level, whatever that means to you. Trust. 
Not everyone is going to get here, but those that do are the ones that you can count on to be inspired by what you post, want to stop the scroll to read your caption, or recommend you to their peers. You can develop trust through commenting, interacting, and finding a way to always deliver. Depending on what your specific CTAs and goals are, generally, you would want to dedicate a third of your content to each aspect. As you're just starting, I would simply focus on one thing, one truth, one hot take, one technique, one whatever, and create content around that for 30 days. Unless you're running a specific campaign, the aim would be to grow and nurture your audience, see what sticks what converts, and what you enjoy the most. Play around and let the KLT, know, like, and trust, be a journey. I wanted to bring in that answer and um, that kind of feature from our newsletter. Um, not Again, I said that because I, I mentioned the KLT, um, but I, I think it really not just this episode and not this this conversation and thinking about the buyer's experience and a sales campaign and you stepping forward and bringing the right people into your life, all these things, yes. Um, you know, the no like and trust factor. I mean, you can even apply that to your, your personal life totally, for sure. Um, but I, I think that it really, really looks at what it is that we've been uh, evolving, establishing, um, really working towards to within this whole journey of, of reinventing our, our magical selves. You know, when you look at, when you focus at branding, that's establishing the no factor, okay? When you are looking at content, that's the like factor. And then when you were talking about business, I know that we talked about business first, um, but when you talk about business, um, that's the trust factor, right? Because that's when people are, you know, potentially basically ready to to dive in with you and, and take you on. So, it, you know, again, it kind of shows how we, how we look at that cycle and how we move in that cycle. Um, and even, you know, you're going to move in that f- flow of simpatico, you know, kind of over and over again, um, within that as well. So, you know, something just to think about to munch on as, you know, I I hope you take some time to just reflect on all that we've covered and all that we've established. And if you are interested in that, you know, heart of the sale through the constellation, um, of course, that link is going to be in both of the show notes. And, I am just thrilled, thrilled to be uh, coming in again next week, your next Friday, because we are going to be having another return guest on our show, a magical return guest. We are going to be having the podcaster Summer Monet um, back in our graces. And uh, man, if you have not been following along with Summer Monet's journey, uh, definitely, uh, whew, oh my gosh, it, it is it is a fiery one. It is a passionate one. Um, her YouTube videos, um, I, I don't know anyone who talks about manifestation that the way that she does. It's just, it's so grounding. It's so actionable. Um, you know, and it's very, very healing, very healing. You know, they're short, you know, like 10 minute, um, you know, videos, and she's always pairing them with an affirmation, very powerful. If you haven't listened to the previous episode on the law of attraction um, within the season, Spirituality 101, it's one of our very first episodes. Um, You know, I would definitely take some time and listen to it before just because it really does in a lot of senses 
um, feel like a part two. Um, and also it's the flow and the way that we moved within this episode. Um, you know, we didn't do the segments. Everything we were talking about was so powerful. It was like a train. There was nothing that was going to stop us. And so it's, it's you know, kind of going back to the, the basics and just really talking about um, what it means to um, launch forward in that p- personal sense as that, you know, uh, as, as you, as this new you, and, you know, looking at what it means to really step forward Um as you, as you have evolved, you know, you've worked so hard to become the person that you are becoming. And so now let's look at what it means to be that person to keep flowing. So to kind of help you in this transition, as you are in your heroine's journey. With that trailer, with that being done, um, I will let you dear listeners go. Um, If you would like to leave a review on Apple, if you can, I know Android users, it's, it's, you know, tricky, but if you can, I would be oh, so grateful. Oh, so grateful. And, um, you know, I just am honored to be in simpatico with you, dear listener. And I hope I get the chance to connect with you, um, in the future. So with that, I'm going to bid you adieu, lots of juicy, juicy information, but until next time, I will talk to you then. 